Hello and welcome to Abemus Papam episode 236, Urban the Seventh. Dear brothers and sisters, Annuncio Vobis. Annuncio Vobis. Annuncio Vobis Gaudium Magnum. Gaudium Magnum. Gaudium Magnum. Abemus Papam. So, today's Pope was born Gian Battista Castagna on August 5th, 1521. His parents were noble, and his great-uncle, Domenico Veralto, was a cardinal. And thanks to his uncle's influence, Gian Battista was destined for the church from an early age. He was sent to study canon law, like a lot of the popes that we've been talking about, in Bologna. His uncle later secured for him the appointment as Archbishop of Rossano, and he received all the minor orders and was ordained a subdeacon, deacon, and priest all in one day, and then ordained an archbishop in his uncle's house chapel. As bishop, he was active in the Council of Trent. He was frequently speaking. He was a dynamic presence. And after the council, he went back to his diocese as the council required bishops to do. But shortly after that, he was sent as an apostolic nuncio to the court of King Philip II of Spain, where he served for almost seven years. Now, he went to Spain in the same group that included Cardinal Boncompagni and then Father Felice, who were both working on this heresy trial, and they would later become Pope Gregory XIII and Pope Sixtus V, and we've talked about them in the last two episodes. So everyone in the last three episodes went to Spain at the same time. And because of that relationship with Pope Gregory XIII, 1583, the Pope named Castagna a cardinal. He was entrusted with several diplomatic tasks under Pope Gregory XIII, including as Nuncio de Venice, and as a legate and negotiator in a major peace conference in Cologne. When Pope Gregory XIII died and another one of Cardinal Castagna's collaborators was elected Pope Sixtus V, Cardinal Castagna played a large role in Rome. And in 1586, he was appointed head of the Holy Office of the Roman Inquisition. As we've seen, that's a very influential position. When Pope Sixtus V died on August of 1590, the conclave to replace him was contentious. And the faction supporting a certain Cardinal Aldo Brandini, a future pope that we'll hear about, tried to block Cardinal Castagna's election. Someone dug up some dirt on him, or at least made some up, including that he had killed a man when he was younger and that he had an illegitimate daughter. Both charges were refuted, and Cardinal Castagna's popularity with the cardinals from Spain and Venice, where he had served as a nuncio, and then the other cardinals named by Pope Gregory XIII, pushed the election in his favor. He took the name Urban VII, and he took the name Urban, which comes from the Latin word for kindness, to remind himself to be kind to those he served, especially the poor. And immediately after his election, he provided large gifts to the poor of Rome. But it was not to last. On October 18, 1590, just a few days after his election, on the 15th, he caught a fever, most likely malaria, and he declined fairly quickly. He went to confession every day and received communion every day while he was sick. And he died not long afterwards, on October 27, 1590. His pontificate was the shortest in history, lasting only 13 days. He was buried in the Church of Santa Maria Sopra Minerva, and he was succeeded by Pope Gregory XIV, another relatively short papacy, not nearly as short as our papacy today, but and we've got a, a couple of short ones coming up here in a row, but we'll talk all about that next time. Thank you for listening to Abemus Papam. You can find the rest of the Catholic Link podcast at catholiclink.org or on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Thank you and God bless you. <laughs>